All right, everybody, welcome back to episode three of the On Fire podcast. I'm here with Blake. Hello. Hey, Blake. Uh, all right, so we had a little bit of a hiatus there, just kind of working out the schedule. We're going to be switching to every Sunday um, starting next week. So we will see you Sunday, and uh, it'll be weekly from here on out. All right, Blake, um, we're going to start off with our favorite segments. Uh, who is on fire this week in the NHL? Um, so we've kind of got a collective list here this week. We're going to try something different. Um, uh, on up first, we have, um, Calgary. Blake, what do you want to say about Calgary? Calgary has been a weird one so far. Like they haven't won. They haven't been able to win an OT, but they've been so shut down five on five Yeah, that they look so great. Um, they've just been absolutely an absolute tank this year, and yeah. I think that they're so much more fun to watch as a Flames fan, and I'm they have me excited for the rest of the season. We seem to talk about them a lot, but it's because, like, well, obviously we're Flames fans. It's going to be a biased podcast. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, but um, they're also just really doing good, and I think it also just needs to be brought up. You know, we're not, like, we're not not talking about everyone else who's doing good. It's just... Like Calgary with their goalies, not even just Markstrom. We saw that Dan Vladar is just insane as well. The buddy, like the guy, just retor- ret- uh, recorded a um another a shutout the other night, right? Not, not to mention Oliver Shillington. Yeah, Oliver Shillington's popping off. Andrew Mangiapane, the most selfish player in the league, is popping off with his twelve goals and two assists, or fifteen goals now, or whatever it is. And uh, Johnny Gaudreau's having a career year so far. Yeah, first star of the week from the NHL. That guy, like, he's getting recognition. Matthew Kachuk's doing better than last year. Sean Monahan's on the fourth line. <laughs> we got, like I said, Andrew Mangiapane, Oliver Shillington, Anderson's having a good year. Um, both of our goalies are outstanding. Um, yeah, like I, the the thing I'm, that we're worried about is kind of the contracts at the end of the year. All those people that we mentioned are doing good. Believe it or not, they're all ending their contracts this year. <laughs> Shillington's ending his contract, becoming an RFA. Kachuk and Mangiapane also fall under that umbrella. The only one that's a UFA is Johnny Goudreau. And that's the only one we might lose because Matthew Kachuk's going to easily get eight or nine million just because his brother got eight million. Yeah, that really screwed us over. Yeah, like, like that just kind of. Brady did not deserve that. That sets money. it in stone for sure that he's going to get that or more, right? Because he's yeah. better. So he's going to get either eight or eight and a half, nine million. And then Mangiapane just won gold at the World Cup. He won MVP at the World Cup. He's tied in second in the league in scoring, has like zero assists <laughs> um uh and then like johnny goudreau is getting back to what he's supposedly is supposed to be um so who can, who can we blame for this daryl sutter the guy that like when Trilliving signed that we were so skeptical about or like i was just happy to have anybody who knows what they're doing because we haven't had that in a while yeah. so i was excited yeah. but like well especially like with like the problems that he had with Goudreau. Yeah, yeah. because we, he's such a physical coach that yeah. it's like, how how is a someone who values physicality and defense yeah. going to work with Johnny Goudreau? But like throughout this whole year, we've learned that Daryl Sutter is open to like adapting his yeah. coaching style to today's game. And yeah. that's really cool to see from this team how they're playing with like under yeah. the Sutter system. For sure. I think that really like um, really kind of turned our team around. Okay, well, we're going to move on here. Um, our second team this week is uh, Toronto. 
Um, Toronto has done really good, really turned their season around, obviously. Like, we know Austin Matthews had a slow start. Um, but once again, I think another big part of this team, like, again, is the goaltending. Soup. Jack Campbell. Like, he's sick. He's he's um, amazing in net. Like, the saves he's making out here are really nice. His stats are really nice. Like, um, you know, Matthews is finally showing up. They're using all their star power. Tavares having a good season. Willie Nylander's having a good season. What more can you say? Yeah, but only time will tell because, like, they do well in the regular season and then lose in the first yeah. round. So Yeah, I, I just don't understand how you can have that much star power on a team and not already be at the top of the league. I think it's kind of embarrassing, actually. The fact that they're not just always number one is, like, kind of a joke because you have, like... There's no way Calgary could ever have a lineup like that, like with Willie Nylander, Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Morgan Riley, Mitch Marner. Like this team is capable of putting Kyle Dubas's therapist into retirement. Yeah, this is how this is his therapy. Like (laughs) this would make any mental illness go away. Maybe Carey Price should join this team because fuck, (laughs) he needs it, man. Like Montreal's what uh, is putting Carey Price's therapist in business, you know? Because they really need that. Yeah, (laughs) fuck. Um. We're going to move on here to someone that we've already talked about before, but how can we not talk about them? Florida. Like, they're still undefeated at home. They are 10-0-0, man. Like, they are sick. They're pretty they're, average on the road, but, like, that home record... Is, they're still number one in the league. Absolutely. Like, easy. They're, they're so good right now. Like, they are firing on all cylinders, and Huberto's not even, like, playing as sick as he has in past years. Last year and the year before, Huberto was playing way better than this, getting way more points. And now people like Carter Verhage, Anthony Duclair, Alexander Barkov, obviously, Mackenzie Wieger, Aaron Ekblad... All these people are stepping up, and they're such a big part of why this team is so good. Make a case for the goaltending again. Exactly. Bobrovsky and Knight. Yeah. Like, Bobrovsky got injured. Knight just slid right in there like he's, been, like he's an NHL vet. They didn't even notice Bobrovsky was gone. That's the thing. But they're, play, they're paying Bobrovsky, like, out the ass. Like, they're going to play him. Like, yeah. it's a, they're paying him so much money, they're not going to sit him on the bench. And, like, but Knight is going to get, like... Every like second or third start, man. Like he's he's also good. Yeah, I I a bright season for them. Oh yeah, yeah. they're. It, I'm really excited that most of my fantasy team is Florida players. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. I got Sam Bennett, Carter Verhage, uh, Jonathan Huberdeau, um, Anthony Duclair, Sergey Bobrovsky. That's f- that's like at least half of my team. <laughs> it's, it's it's funny to see Florida on top again. Yeah, like it, it's about time. Well, like it's like, a, no, I'm talking like the state. Again, oh yeah, because like Tampa Bay is fucking. Oh yeah, up every year. Yeah, just, fuck. <laughs> they just got just. Oh, one of your teams w- wins a cup and has been the best team in the league hands down for the past three years and only got two cups out of that. But like, well, here comes your other team. They're gonna become a dynasty now. <laughs> like, jeez, man, what do you even do? Like, they're going streaking in Florida, man. Yeah, they <laughs> like, are. What something's in the water, hey? You know, must be the taxes or the cocaine, probably. Probably the cracks, crackheads down there. 
It's yeah. probably got something to do with it. Barkov probably gets nasty on a Friday night, it's man. Like, down there. Yeah, like Barkov looks like he gets wild on a fucking <laughs> Saturday night, man. He looks like he gets like down with some like hookers or something. <laughs> like I don't know. Okay, 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 okay. We're <laughs> gonna move on. Okay, we're gonna move on to. Uh... <clears throat> we're gonna see who our picks are to win each conference this year. Um, way too early predictions, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, Blake, one month into the NHL, who's going to win the West? Pains me to say it. <laughs> the Edmonton Oilers. Why? Um, they're playing very well, even though that um, they got McDavid, Dreisaitl, and they don't got a whole lot else other than like Pooley Arvey, like yeah. Darnell Nurse. Hyman. Hi- Hyman, Darnell Nurse. Their goaltending is... Koskinen and Smith. Yeah, that's kind of garbage. That's, that's kind of bad. That's pretty terrible. But um, I think McDavid is just on a completely different level, and I think he's going to carry this team to winning the we're, we're talking about McDavid being on a completely different level. Look who's number one in the league in all stats, Leon Dreisaitl. Everyone's saying he's number two to McDavid, which, like, I'm not saying that he's not, but this guy is also just popping off i don't understand like mcdavid is far more skilled than drysidal but drysidal is putting up the numbers considering how hard it is to get one franchise player on your roster to have two these guys got two that's nasty and they have decent depth in their forward group it's it's all right it's all right it could be better yeah decent decent. yeah it's not good it's you know we're gonna cap it it's a good ad very expensive yeah, good. But it was though. worth it. Pulley Arby's playing way better now. Yeah, um, they have Snoogin Hopkins. Yeah, that guy's sick. But yeah, I I think they could pull off the. That's the, a good pick. Um, you know, no, I I also have Edmonton in the West. Um, like I I don't know how I can't take them. Like, just just because I would normally take Vegas with a healthy lineup, but the fact that most of their players are out long term. It's not that I don't see them as a good team. I just see them as end of the season. They get their full lineup back. They're going to be sick, okay? We get into the playoffs. That's where they're really going to stick out. But I don't see them as being as having all their players for long enough to get to first in the West. I think it's either going to be Calgary or Edmonton. And I'll be honest, I've seen Calgary fail with a team like this before. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did it again. That's why I'm going with Edmonton because that power play percentage is still almost at 50%. It's in like 40-50% range, which I don't think is going to stay, but we have to acknowledge that because freaking I would kill to have like a like a 50% power like 50% power play. That's insane. I don't know what the exact percentage is, but it's still it's still very close. It's like I don't think we'll ever see them get to 50%. That's almost so. unfair. Like it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of disgusting. Like that should not be allowed actually. You should actually like have a couple goals taken away maybe, <laughs> but I don't know. I think just Edmonton has to worry about their defensive game, their goaltending game. They don't need to worry about outscoring their opponents. They need a Daryl Sutter on their team. And I'm not going to give them a Daryl Sutter cuz fuck them, but he's ours. But that's what they need. They need someone who knows how to play defense because all the old guys will tell you defense wins championships, and a lot of people will do that. Um, They need to be an all-around team. They can't just be a good team up front. Um, Okay, so we're going to move to the Eastern Conference now. Blake, who's your pick for the Eastern Conference this year? My pick this year is Carolina. Um, I would pick Florida 
but I just think that Carolina is going to remain consistent this year. They've yeah. always been pretty consistent throughout the years, and I think that that's not really going to change. I'm kind of this is way too early, obviously. Like, yeah, I could very well be wrong, and they we're could a just, month in. Yeah, I we're could <laughs> very well be wrong, and they could just fall in the standings. But I just like, <coughs> I, like I like their roster. I like their depth. Their defense is great. Their goaltending is great. I just think all around that they're capable of winning the East. Yeah, and yeah, I just like their team. That's a good pick for sure. Um, no surprise with what I'm going to go with here. I've kind of been their fanboy all year, low-key. Um, I had them g- being sick going into this year. Um, I also had Chicago being sick this year, but you know I'm okay shooting one for two. That's not too bad. I'm like the Oilers power play here, but uh, Florida. Florida, 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 more Florida. They're just all around built. They're just, um, they're just a good team. Like I said, undefeated at home. Not much more I need to say. Like, what if Huberto even hits his next level? And it's funny, too. We never even, like, expected this last year. Like, they yeah. had such a great offseason. Oh, yeah. Especially picking up Sam Reinhardt. Oh, that, yeah. We haven't even talked about that Sam Reinhardt pickup. That's such a good pickup. Yeah. Like, he's actually doing bits for them. Yeah. And Sam Bennett is really evolving into, like, a player that he's supposed to be, which I don't understand because he had the opportunity in Calgary. It's just... No one can say he didn't get, get the opportunity. He yeah. had the opportunity. He played on the first line yeah. for a while. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't want to hear it. Okay, I don't, I don't want to hear it. But, um, no, I just don't see how Florida, like, I think they're sustainable. I think every part of their team is sustainable. I think at the deadline, they might get a piece. Like, I don't know what piece they really need to add, but they're going to, there's no way at the deadline they don't buy something. They're going to buy something, and I don't know what it's going to be, maybe a defenseman or something. Get Radko Gudas out of there, but, like, something. That's going to be. That's going to make them better. It's going to make them better because, like, I'm the GM of Florida right now. I'm looking at this team, and I'm going, this is our year. Mm-hmm. We're number one in the league. We've been number one all year. We don't have a choice but to go in. We, you know, like, I'm not sure what their contract situation is with all their players, but this year and in the very near future, there are times to go in. And um, with teams like Tampa Bay that you will most likely have to play in a very early round in the playoffs, you will have to get stacked up. And then by the time you get through the first two, three rounds, the last round is going to be a breeze because it's the West. So, um, yeah, Florida, I think, has it this year. Yeah. All right, so we're going to uh, end it here with one last segment. Um, we're going to finish it off with a off-the-top-of-your-head question. Uh, Blake, my question for you is, who is the most surprisingly bad team this year? I looked at the standings, and I think that the like we didn't really expect this team to be where they are at all, especially after being in the cup final last year, doing what they're doing right now. Uh-oh. Montreal Canadiens, what are they, 28th? They're like five, uh, five thirteen and one or something. Yeah. I, I very well could be wrong, but I think that's about their record, and that's abysmal. How how yeah. did you make the final last year? <laughs> that's a fluke. That's that's a fluke for sure. Complete fluke. No one expected this. Um, I had another one. Um, what was it? Here, let me check real quick. Like uh, this team is nothing without Carey Price. Yeah, I I have one more, and it was uh, where are they? Colorado. 
What are they? 20 22nd in the league. Eight wins, tenth. five losses. That's not bad. They'd probably get a top 10 pick right now. Because they they're 10th last exactly. in the league, right? They, they, that's not too bad, but they're playing not the way anyone expected them to. Yeah. Because instead of Edmonton being where they are, we if Colorado was playing a lot better, that obviously we'd be like, yeah, Colorado's winning the... Yeah, I don't understand Colorado. Like, Nazem Kadri is, like, doing good. Like, I don't understand how Nathan McKinnon's not doing good. Like, he has the skill. I don't know what it is with that guy. In the playoffs, he's unreal. But in the regular season, you just can't, like, do... Like, he's never had a 100-point season. Like, how can we consider Nathan McKinnon the second-best player in the NHL when he doesn't perform in the regular season as he should? I'm not saying that he doesn't perform. He performs, but not as he should. He has the speed. He has the hands. He has the um, tenacity, the want to win. But what's and, the why does why does it change so much from playoffs to regular season? Not, why does it change? And not to mention that, like, just like Toronto, um, Colorado's stacked offensively, mm-hmm. stacked defensively. Oh yeah, goaltending they're also is fine. Goaltending's yeah, fine. Yeah, like you got Kemper, man. Like yeah. that, there's no problem who's with their, that. Frankus. Frankus. Yeah, he's not good, but like it's. It, I'm not worried about their goaltending. It's like, just they have like one of the best demon in the world on Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr, their Norris Trophy winner. Bone Byram, they got yeah. Bone Byram, Devin Tays. Devin Tays. Like Gerard. Eric Johnson. Gerard. Eric Johnson for uh, yeah. Gerard. Eric Johnson, former first overall pick of the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. Johnny Tays going third overall in that draft. By the way, that's. Fucking embarrassing. Now to the forwards: Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog, Miko Rantanen, Nazem Kadri. Yeah, JT Comfer. JT Comfer. Tyson Jost. Tyson Jost. Yeah, <laughs> Burakovsky. Burakovsky. Yeah, Burakovsky's sick. This team has no excuse to not be first in the West this year. Yeah, and they all six of their defensemen. I would love to have. Like, their forwards are insane. Also, you want to talk about how um, Nathan McKinnon cut his contract, like, took 6.3 mil. So they could build a team around him. So they him. could build a team around him. And then when Makar and Landis called me contracts, they're like, yeah, you're going to fucking pay us, like, 10 million. And McKinnon's sitting here, and he's like, are you kidding me? Am I, I a joke c- to you? Yeah, am I a joke to you? I could have gotten $13 million probably. He, he he could be like just under what McDavid's getting paid. If he asked for it and demanded it, Colorado would have no yeah, choice. Since the whole world thinks he's the second best player. In exactly. So he'd have no choice. But he he's like so... He's he's so willing to put everything out there and sacrifice everything to get a cup. But nobody else is. Mm-mm. I don't blame them for wanting money. I, like I understand, but it, just be just imagine being McKinnon in that situation. All right, your question, Blake. My question to you is: Can you name one player and give your opinion on them <coughs> that isn't doing very well on any team that is a candidate for a sudden breakout? Like that, that a player that's, that's not not doing good right now. That's not doing well, but will that can do well? That should be doing well and may do, start doing well uh. and change their team's outcome of the year or you know what um like what comes to my head first is probably like well you know we haven't seen Crosby a lot this year he's been Mm, he's been injured he's got COVID whatever but even when he played it took him three games to score a goal Mm um I don't know I think when that guy comes back um, he's fully healthy, get him playing a little bit. I think he will um, kind of like the Penguins were doing really good without him 
and they're not doing as good right now. Um, that could be one. Jonathan Huberto, like I said, he's not like this guy almost had a hundred point season two years ago. Mm-hmm. So he could be really good, like just out of the blue and just get like a hundred points. Right. Um, another one that comes to mind, kind of like, you know, someone off of Montreal, like Toffoli or something like, cause they're not really do- like Jeff Petrie, Jeff Petrie, yeah. like could easily score like 20, 30 goals as a defenseman, yeah. but he's done nothing all year, man. Yeah. Like he could just pop off out of nowhere. Like, um, uh, let's see who else is there. Sean um, Monahan. Like we were talking about Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. Right. Like, what? What if McKinnon comes out of nowhere? Like, just that whole kind of team. I think that's kind of like my picks. I know it's not just one guy, but yeah. you know, there's a, quite a few in the league. Like, like we we have Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler on the third line in Winnipeg right now. I don't know if they're really? still. I don't know if they're still there. But when I was like checking their lines and everything, they were sitting on the third line, and because Dubois was doing so good, Kyle yeah. Connor is, was tied for second in the league in goals. Like, what if Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler like? pop off again but i think the theme with these players that i'm picking are all players that were good and we know them as stars of a team but now they're getting overtaken by new stars yeah um like huberdo's getting taken over by barkov verhage duclair uh bennett reinhardt um you know uh shifley and wheeler getting taken over by connor and dubois um Crosby, you know, like Heinen and Carter have kind of stepped into that role. Zucker, uh, or no, not Zucker. Or no, is that right? Zucker on the Penguins? Who am I thinking of? Gensel. Oh, yeah, Gensel's been doing good, yeah. Um, yeah, like, like Toffoli, like, is just, like, we've known him as good, like, this whole time, and but I just don't know what it is. Like, yeah. There's you know, also a Taylor Hall on Boston. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, he's been quiet, but that's just that's pretty normal for Taylor Hall. I could yeah. see, I could see him being quiet. I could I see him being loud. That. Like, yeah. what do you do, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thanks for listening to On Fire this week. Uh, we will see you every Sunday starting next week, and uh, yeah, we'll see you then. You ready? Yeah.